<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, the Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Not since, um, I can't even remember the last time I was this hyped about, about an entrance and music. This shit is, oh. It's, the Undertaker? <laughs> probably the last time. 92? Yeah. Before I was born? <laughs> Shut the hell up. Oh. I have never been more proud to show my friends a song from wrestling. <laughs> He's like, yo, I got a good song. They're like, damn, that was dope. Where'd you hear it? I'm like, wrestling, wrestling. And they're like, God damn it, <laughs> really? <laughs> That's fucking great, bro. How the hell? Other than this, how the hell does that happen? Other than this, I wish we had something to talk about. But very boring weekend in wrestling. I could listen. I could put that on repeat all day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are Sons of Slam podcast. Catch us on Sons of Slam show on Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Joe Black. How are you, sir? This this freaking song just got me way more amped than I was on the way here. <laughs> this might have to be our new intro song. Yeah, it might. <laughs> because uh, there was this fucking asshole that just decided to... I was trying to get into a... I, some dude got road rage. Okay. Now, when I see people get road rage, right. I start laughing. Okay. Because... I love that people get angry because they don't know how to drive. Right. Because I was doing everything right, like I always do. <laughs> I couldn't get that out. No, no, no. But seriously, this fucking asshole. Oh, here we go. Really, we're gonna, yes, he yes. really sped up behind me. Oh, bro, use it, go. use it, use it. I feel like I can fucking run through a wall right now, for real. Like the goddamn Roadrunner. Meet me. Bam! Right through it. But yeah, this fucking guy got all the way up my ass because I had my blinker on and then he decided to get up my ass. So I, you know, still had my blinker on and I go in the mirror and I point left because I was getting in the left lane. I'm like, hey, you see the fucking blinker? So he flips me off. I flip him off. He flips me off. I flip him off. It's back and forth for a little while. And then (laughs) I could hear him mouthing something and I'm like, oh, please, please fucking get next to me. I fucking swear to God, I swear I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. So this is a perfect song for the story. He by gets, the way. I know, he gets on the right of me. All right, cool. He, I had to wait for that. I love that little drop they got right there. 
He gets on the right of me. Uh-huh. He goes, learn how to drive, asshole. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, yo, buddy, do you see the blinker? I was like, do you know how to drive? You are a fucking moron. And he goes, yo, do you want to fight, bro? You want to <laughs> fight? By the way, I need to preface this by saying it sounds like a white dude uh, was getting into a fight with uh, me. It wasn't. It was an Indian guy. Okay. Some. I'm sorry. That was insensitive. Some type of Arabic nation. <laughs> okay. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, I'm just like, H- I'm just like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so I speed up ahead of him, and I was like, learn how to drive, you fucking cunt. Uh-huh. And I keep fucking going. He gets all the way up my ass. And then I just start fucking driving normally. Wow. I'm going like 55, 60. This guy just, you know, I could see it in his eyes that he's fucking beaming with hatred. Mm-hmm. And then I get off to get onto the Wanta over here. And he just fucking keeps going. He flashes his headlights at me, keeps going. I roll down my window and I flip him off the entire way until I make that fucking loop around onto the Wanta. Right. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> that, that, uh. Oh. That's what I should have I said lo- to the guy. L- let, let, me, let, me in. let me in. I love when not just saying it, whisper. Let me in. I love when people. Um, <laughs> I, I love when people have like a middle. <laughs> I love when people have a middle a middle finger fight because how do you accentuate a middle finger harder than the other person? Like you stick out your thumb. Like f you, no f you, and then you like you stick out your thumb or like like give him the stone. I have a sunroof. I could have gave him the stone cold. <laughs> Dane Cook with the super finger with the two middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. You I, really want to be intellectual with money? Read between the lines, <laughs> asshole. Ah <laughs> uh, well, uh, <laughs> no, I'm I, so glad I got that off my chest. I'm so man. I'm so glad that you weren't listening to that song while you're doing it because you might have like no, you, you might hit the guy song, and then the, you, didn't, you wouldn't. The have cared. least the least tempting song to get to a fight to Waterloo by ABBA. That's what I was listening to. You're listening to ABBA. I love Waterloo, bro. Like that fucking jingle <laughs> just really gets me going. I was so happy and everything. I that was, was like, I'm on my way. Dude, I was running late. I didn't give a fuck. The, the, that was the greatest twist of any story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that was listening to that, Abba. Like, that was like a and <laughs> and like, that's what got and Shyamalan the twist at the end there. Like yeah. you, I was thinking of listening to like even like rap or, or hip hop R and B. Nope. You're listening to Abba. Yep. And give it off middle fingers. Well, yeah. There's no way I could have I could have bet a, a million dollars and or my a life on it's the like line Waterloo, and that would be like the last. I was defeated. You won the war. Go fuck yourself, asshole. <laughs> Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was so fucking great to get off my chest. Let yeah, me tell you. On that note, let's uh, <laughs> start the damn show. Oh my god, I started sweating. Waterloo. Ah, oh, I gotta download that song. That's gonna be our next theme. The freaking album. <sighs> Uh, I wanted to kick things off because this is just it's like the most random story ever. Um, so I don't know. I, I've never watched the show. I just know that it, it's it, the only reason why I'm bringing it up <laughs> that is it, it exists because that it exists because it's it's it comes on after Raw at, sometimes. But uh, you ever watch uh, Chris Lee Knows Best? No. Do but you? the only reason I know it exists is because I see the commercials for it so, on Raw. So the commercials <laughs> on Raw, which I'm like, get the shit off my TV. Um, did you hear about uh, so this, this guy Todd Chris Lee was this the then Julie? Okay. okay. All right, I, I, believe me, I did not know the na- their names. I Can know you go had, by where he is in the family hierarchy? He is the father. Oh, okay, that he, guy. He is Chris. That, he's right, the, right. the Chrisley who knows the best. Chrisley. Uh, yes, so he's apparently who knows best. Who knows best. <laughs> he is the uh, he's a uh, real estate uh, mogul apparently, and he oh. again only um, reason why I'm bringing this up because he the, you know it's after Raw. Um, the, the two of them, the Todd and Julie, are facing more than 30 years in prison. Oh yes, for defrauding banks oh, in the U.S. Yes. Um, so according to the indictment, I thought we didn't have to claim that money from TV. Well, it's not even that. So according to the indictment, Todd and Julie Chrisley committed bank and wire fraud 
what? to obtain fraudulent loans to fund their lavish lifestyle. And their attorney uh, is also uh, uh, being indicted uh, they, that they forged, um, they forged documents to earn millions of dollars in loans. Additionally, the couple failed to file federal tax returns for the income they received from their series, Chris Lee knows best. Does he, though? <laughs> Does he, though? And on that note, let's get into the wrestling. Chris Lee knows <laughs> Just, worst. <laughs> worst, bitch. We um, <laughs> start off with, with uh, I mean, it, it, the whole weekend with SummerSlam and, and TakeOver and uh, Raw and SmackDown, uh, the two shows uh, were incredible. The Incredible, but, well, I, I, I will say Raw was insanely good. Oh, you're talking about Raw and SmackDown. Never mind. I am. I thought you were talking about TakeOver and SummerSlam. I, I will be. Those were incredible. I, I'm, I'm going backwards here. Raw and SmackDown were very uneven in that I, th- I yeah. thought Raw was really good and SmackDown was eh. It didn't live up to what Raw was the day before. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I agree with you on that one. 100%. Absolutely. Okay. So with that being said, we'll, we'll get get to that. TakeOver NXT. First of all, the, the Toronto crowd, uh, I thought they were insane. I, I, yes. keep, th- I keep hearing that uh, Canadians are nice and these people are, are savages. I have that exact same sentiment written down in my notes mm. saying that for such a nice crowd and being polite th- that Canada is known to be. They can pull off an asshole chant in unison with great timing. As if they've practiced that all, as, a, as a country. Every year. Every year they get together for the asshole chant. It's chants, like their uh, national pastime. <laughs> they sing Oh Canada and then they just yeah. shout out asshole. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> My friend actually went to a, uh, a Yankees-Blue Jays game. And they, he was like, the, the city's great. I don't know if you've ever been, but the city's amazing. I have not. They, they are just like Boston, just some of the biggest asshole fans. I'm sure they say that about us. That's funny. But, uh, That's really funny because I, I heard Pat McAfee actually went to a Yankees-Blue Jays game this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Legitimately the day of takeover, he went to a, a fucking baseball game. Which I, in, in hindsight, I would have, if I knew that, I would have probably planned it and got a ticket just for both, both things because it was the same damn day. But yeah. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> so he was like... There were some of the nicest people in the world. See, that's, Not that's a funny. damn person was talking at the game, though. And he was sitting right behind home plate. Right. That's like prime time heckler section. Yeah, right well, they can't really heckle for a team that, that's so bad. They're second to last place in the, in yeah. the, in the division. But uh, listen, no, the people, that, when, I, when I was there, the people were insanely nice, incredibly mm-hmm. nice. But sports fans, they are rabid, rabid sports fans for their teams. You think they're worse in New York, though? Uh, New York sports fans are... <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say that. Okay, but, right, yeah, that's uh, what I thought. Yeah, no, I would. I definitely wouldn't say that. But Toronto's like Canada, New York. Canada, New York, yes. <laughs> except, <laughs> except a lot cleaner. Um, yeah, a lot cleaner, a from lot what cleaner, I've heard. A lot cleaner. Uh, so, so yeah, so so NXT Takeover. Just just watching them and watching on TV, just seeing these these fans just go insane. In the brain. That was, that was the end of my thought. I'm sorry. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the membrane. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of SummerSlam mm-hmm. and Canada. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jimmy Uso mm. was <laughs> denied entry into Canada, so yes. he could not work. I mean, not like he was anyway, right? But he couldn't work the uh, the event, either event, any event, any of the four, any of the four damn events. I mean, so it's hilarious. It's they you had all the tag teams there. The freaking uh, the OC had had the belts just like and the New Day just. Walking around with them like, yo, we have a we have a whole weekend off. We're just gonna take yep. them, taking the sights and vacation here while we hold on to these belts. Since Jimmy we don't have a Uso's fight, damn you, back Uso. down in Pensacola, Florida. Damn you, DUI bastard. Fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> um, the tag titles. Uh, we'll get into that actually. Okay. Um, it was listed as a TV fourteen event. However, I did not see that anywhere on the TV any Both at any them. point. Both, Both of them were listed. Yeah. But I didn't see, like, you know how when it pops up, it'll have the little 
TV 14 yeah. in the in the top left corner. Yeah. I didn't even see that. So it was TV, I could have just missed it. TV nothing. So yeah. it was it was so bad. It was TV nothing. Or it was just like TV nothing. Where, is it like unsanctioned? If, if there's no rating. Yeah, there's just no rating. <laughs> I don't know. Like the lights went out, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, other than that, outside the ring, the artist formerly known as Hideo Itami has joined the Bullet Club. Your thoughts? Oh. Yeah. Really now? Yeah. Kenta is officially a Bullet Club member. Really? He definitely needed it. Uh, yes, no, he definitely did. He definitely um, did. Was there initiation? Did I miss something as far as... Yeah, there was something in Japan. I don't know exactly oh, okay. what happened, right. but I read it. Okay. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. Definitely. Absolutely hyped. Because I love him. He is. Great. He is going to make. He's okay. If anybody noticed, there wasn't real a real Japanese presence in the Bullet Club at first, right? Because it was Finn, Bad Luck, Fale, the Tongans, and all that. All those people. Right. All the guys are in there now. Exactly. And then I forgot who it was, but they had actually. I don't want to say start to invite. Japanese or Asians into the Bullet Club, mm. but I figured it probably worked out better for their um, repertoire, like mm. where they needed to head now, because now Bullet Club is not just, it's not a worldwide entity as it was even last year. Right. Or two years ago well, when, it was on, when it was pretty much at the, at the peak mm. of Bullet Club, was about two to three years ago, mm. I would say. So I, I think that they needed this. The WWE kind of squash that. Yeah, yeah, because they just bought everybody. Right, right. It legitimately, Vince McMahon took the George Steinbrenner way out of dismantling <laughs> the Bullet Club. He was like, "You want money? We got it." Uh, George, I miss you. Yeah, rest in peace. Mm. It's good man, good man. That S- man. Speaking of which, Yankees are uh, destroying the O's once again. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I had a thought really quick. That was all I had about that. I had a thought really quick. Imagine if we could simulcast the uh, like if we were watching the game in here and then other people like hey if you want to you know join along watch the Yankee game from August 14th right. <laughs> you can follow along with us and get you our actual some, reaction <laughs> somehow get somehow find on the interwebs yeah. where to find an old game or yeah. if you're watching it tonight at what is it what does it start at 9pm or 11pm what the encore oh the encore is probably well after so I know it's 11am in the morning it's like 11pm it is 11 p.m.? Yeah. All right, so if you're watching 11 p.m. tonight or 11 a.m. tomorrow, you can simulcast with us. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. What, what else you got? Um, Lita was mentioned as a possibility for a farewell match at Evolution, Evolution 2.0. 2. 2. So that'll be, that'll be pretty epic. That, was, that whole idea was, uh, was brought up actually a while back as far as Evolution coming back. And there really yeah, after wasn't they weren't allowed to compete in Saudi Arabia. Right, but but also because of the idea that uh, you still have um, Nia Jax is still hurt. You have the, the the women's roster other than Becky Lynch. It's kind of eh, squashed now, which is kind of weird because it was, it was who, so big who are the top point. women in WWE right now? You got Charlotte Bailey, and Charlotte Becky. Bailey, Be- mm. that's it, and Sasha. The well, mm. well, so at, at, uh, but, but, but I was going to say horse fucking <laughs> women. So now, now you do. Before, when they were talking about it, you didn't have that. So uh, you didn't have Sasha. So now that you have Sasha and Lita talking about doing this, not to mention the fact that uh, that Trish, who said that she had her farewell match against Charlotte, and mm-hmm. that was like her dream, wants another match. She said that. She's on record as saying she wants another match. Against who? I, the only person she could possibly go against. because She right. had it, and she had the, the perfect person. You're, exactly, because you're going by similarities in their career. Like, Charlotte is the top. Right. Trish was the top. Right. The only person I could see is 
Alexa. Yes. Because they're the same and size, that was actually stature. That, and funny enough, that's exactly nice butt, that's exactly all that stuff. <laughs> as long as you can pair the butts up together, that'd be great. That's actually the person that she mentioned was was uh, Alexa. Alexa Bliss. Nice. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. If if she had, I do agree that she should just keep it at that. Yeah. Who do you think Lita's going to face in her farewell match? I think it should be Charlotte. You think it should be Charlotte too? I. I Charlotte. Are you just going to have Charlotte be the legend killer now? Yes, absolutely. Just That's her new around. thing. That's her new thing. Or I mean. Becky, Becky's a, uh, I a think champ it should be now. Sasha. Becky's a champ. Well, Sasha's going after the belt now. So yeah, but Evolution's not going to be until late this year, like November, probably the way it was last year. It was October last year. All right, so probably November, because right. they haven't they haven't even mentioned that there was going to be an Evolution 2.0 yet. Right. Until pretty much this came until out, this but came I don't out, think right. it was mentioned from the WWE at all. Uh, no, it's not an official thing from them. exactly. Right. They're just assuming that it's going to happen, which I mean, it's a good assumption. Uh, I mean, yeah. If it's if it's out there, in the, I don't. Know. Uh, what what pay per views do we have left? Uh, Survivor Series. We have that's the the big ones that, that I know of are Survivor Series, TLC. T- and the TLC. only reason I know TLC is because it's legitimately pretty much around my birthday. Okay, and, and, and I don't know uh, what the other one is. What's the other one coming out next month? They, they Great just, Balls of Fire. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that already happened. Um, oh shit! Uh, I forgot too. To be honest. Oh, there's another Saudi show. Yeah, well, that too. I, I would count those. Yeah. That half a pay-per-view. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> Almost as big as WrestleMania, guys. Don't forget. Buy it on the network. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Um, so, uh, oh, bless you. Bless your heart. Sorry, that was a loud one. Jeez. With the phlegm and the juiciness. Uh, what, what did you think of the, with NXT, because we have so much to talk about here. Okay. What, what did you think about the, the Gargano match and, and Cole? Okay. Bebe. So, yes. I thought everything was Perfect in that. Well, okay, I don't want to say perfect because it could always be better, mm-hmm. but I thought the first two matches were incredible. I thought they were perfectly done. I could have done without the whole Johnny losing by DQ in the first match. Right. It was a little odd to me that they did it that way, but it makes sense if you want to propel Johnny to this ultimate babyface. You know what I mean? True. That he doesn't care about losing a match because he could gain the next couple matches, even though he didn't in the end. My only problem with the last match was. So, for did you see? You didn't see the match. Did you see the match? I did see the that, that match. Okay. I did see. Yes. Yes. It was perfect because it had every single piece of a hardcore steel cage match. Every piece. You had tables. You had ladder, you had chairs, I think. <laughs> oh my, yes. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, you, you had did, chairs. Yeah. You had kendo sticks, sledgehammers. You had everything. You even had a small burlap sack pinned to the cage, right? Right. So, normally, you see a burlap sack anywhere in a wrestling ring. What do you think of? You personally. If I see a burlap sack, I think of... Uh, like a small one. Nails, pins. Pins, uh, yes. thumbtacks. Thumbtacks, yes. Right? Mick Foley. Sure. Now Chris we know. Yes. Joey Janela. That type of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> he pulled out that burlap sack mm. and three brass knuckles and a chain and a pair of pliers came out. And I was so fucking angry. <laughs> I was like, this was exactly what I wanted to see. see? I wanted to see the match because as soon as I saw that fucking sack, I was mm. like... That is going to be awesome. They're mm-hmm. finally fucking doing it. Bloodshed. We're going to get everything. Mm-hmm. It was a chain. 
and a fucking set of brass knuckles that he didn't even use. Uh, see, that's 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 the problem that I had. Is that if if I it came out and he like, didn't even use the fucking pliers to do anything to Cole. He see, just did it to get some barbed wire off the top. And the see, fuck? that's that's what I was pissed off about because I I feel like that stuff there. I I hear what you're saying and I was like, oh wait, it's not it's not that thumbtacks, but I can go with this. <laughs> I, I was Me I too. was kind of like you know what. All right, let's see where this goes. And then I, they just, I was extremely was pissed at totally, first. Totally misused. Extremely pissed. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, if you use them, I want to see how you use them. Mm-hmm. You know, give them a nice shot to the, you know, give them a nice right hook. Right. Have them cut open a little bit. That right. would have been dope. Yes. But no. No. We don't get any of that. And I thought Hunter would have been a lot better than that. <laughs> but he's not. More, I expect more from you, Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. You done fucked up. H H H. Otherwise known as, is that one? 3H. Um, 3H trips. What did you think of Mr. Uh, H overall the uh, NXT? I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was great. However, it was, seemed odd to me that everybody retained. Everybody yeah, retained. And nobody, and nobody won a title. Like nobody. nobody, nobody yeah. Nobody everybody that. retained in their matches. I didn't even realize it at first, but the entire Undisputed Era could have walked out there with all of the gold. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you do that? Why? Why didn't that happen? Is that? See, I, th- I thought about that briefly, and I was like, "Is, is that going to be the thing for like everywhere now? Like, is that, do we want to be the same as the the main cards now? because like, everybody has gold in these." Okay, factions. but here, they have all of the gold. If they were to add a woman to that, and she wins the NXT Women's Title, they would legitimately have every single piece of hardware in NXT. Right. Why? A storyline standpoint between each separate storyline, it makes sense mm-hmm. that you don't want to have all of them because Dream is still over like crazy. Yes, you have uh, the Street Profits are. I, are I, I can't say enough. Main roster. I, I legitimately and... can't say enough about the Street mm-hmm. Profits. I think they are the best thing that happened in the recent memory mm-hmm. as far as NXT is concerned. Like comedic wise, right. I think they're doing perfect. Mm-hmm. And you have uh, Adam Cole. Obviously, was going to win. And it seems like at the end of the match that Johnny's going to get called up now. Yeah, which he could get called up with Candice, though, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Because Candice lost that match to Io, it doesn't really seem like Candice has much left to do in NXT unless she's going to challenge for the title. Right. So there's not really much that you can do there. Maybe they do have both of them come up because of the whole you know married thing. The only exception to that one rule is mm-hmm. Nikki Cross. Because Nikki Cross and Killian Dane are married. Right. But Killian is still working NXT, right? So it's kind of, kind of odd. I just, I, I mean, listen, I'm not in professional wrestling. Uh, I, I don't know what the idea would be, uh, but I, I don't. The, the idea of moving up is not something that's appealing to me, and it hasn't been for a while now. And the better product still being NXT. Although you should just incorporate them into the one, under one umbrella. It's but then it loses, WWE Raw. It loses it's that, WWE that SmackDown. It should be WWE and NXT. I don't. I don't see why. Right. First off, nobody could tell me what NXT stands for. Next. It's, but it's not an acronym for something. Next. WWE is what World Wrestling Entertainment. Next. <laughs> I got nothing. I always assumed it was. What next. does Raw stand for? Like, who's coming up? Raw. <laughs> who's coming up next? <laughs> yeah, I. That, that's what I. I assume because they, they. It was initially a. Uh, Oh, like it was a game system. show. It, it, was, it was initially a game show, it pretty much. That's right. It was a game show. It was a game show with the... Right, whole, after, with right the, after ECW. The, the, the teachers and... Uh, Which yeah. I'm pretty sure was Vince's idea. It was Vince's idea. NXT was Vince's idea. Yeah. After ECW kind of 
folded because it was so shitty with Big Show as champ and uh, all that nonsense. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Bobby Lashley <laughs> made a great ECW champion. He did. He did. <laughs> Show not so much. And no, or, or Mark Henry or uh, Mark Matt Hardy, but that's neither. What about Elijah Burke? <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Um, <laughs> I hated that guy, bro. When he was wrestling, I fucking hated him. I liked him, him in... Uh, hated him so much. I liked him in TNA. I just, so many things about TNA that I like that they just... I love TNA in general. Me. Like the acronym of what it stands for. All that stuff. You know what I mean? I do. I, I actually do. <laughs> I get it. Um, so moving on wink, from, wink. From, take, from TakeOver, uh, to other things here that are all SummerSlam related. Um, let's see here. So Trish Stratus made her retirement match. We talked about that and how even though it's retirement that she's not really going to retire because she wants to come back and have a match with Alexa Bliss, which I'm reading right here, is... is uh, I don't agree with that. That idea. Um, you, know, you don't agree with the, the match against Alexa. Okay. I just don't think that Trish should come back for another match. What is she just going to do? Come back and lose right. again? I, I don't, you know, it, it'd be different if she was maybe going over, but she's putting people over that really don't need to be put over. Right. Charlotte doesn't, like, I can make the case for Alexa ne- needing to be put over. Hmm. But it's not so much of a necessity now. Because now Alexa has more of a repertoire. If this was five years ago, mm. I would say, yeah, absolutely. You book <clears throat> right. Alexa and you book Trish right now. Right. But she already said that she wanted that as her last match with Charlotte. And I think it was a great freaking match to yeah. go as your last match. Right. Because it wasn't a Goldberg versus Undertaker match where it was a shit match. Right. It was a it was a pretty damn good match. It was a good match. You know what? For some, for something for something and someone that hasn't been around she hasn't had a single match, match since, in WWE in like since, eight years. Well, well, since Evolution, so she was. It wasn't a singles match. That's what I'm trying to say. She all right. So since her last actual wrestling event, because she didn't whatever that that tag team match was that you know two weeks ago uh, that she was in. Yeah, she, she, she never got in the ring yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. Natalia, so that wasn't a match. So yeah, so for a little less than a year, she hasn't been an actual active wrestler. Yeah, yeah, singles. It's been it's been a minute, but for someone, and you could t- kind of tell with the the rust a little bit. And we're just, we're going out of order here as far yeah. as matches go, <clears throat> but you could you could see there's a little rust, but even with that, and and you could tell like some points like the satisfaction, like yeah. Charlotte carrying carrying that that move and some of the other moves that she had to carry, it was good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I thought it was actually really good. Um, for her being, I'm gonna say forty something, it was a pretty damn good match. Forty, I'm gonna say forty two, forty three. And she still looks twenty something to me. She's she's awesome. <laughs> she's so gorgeous. Every time. Like, she has not aged since the last time. So she, I mean, she... Uh, since she had a last singles match. She, I mean, <laughs> that when she won the belt, she, she retired, and she was... This was, like, what, 2004? Oh, yeah, she retired She retired the belt. As, as a champ. Yeah. So she came back just to have a farewell match, even though she had a farewell match. Yeah. Quotes. So, listen, God bless. I mean, she, she comes back. She she looks great. Uh, physically, She uh, she if she wanted to wrestle, she could. I'm sure she could get back into, uh, like, ring... Shape when I say yeah. reshape, like you know, kind of get the the cobwebs out. But I thought she, I thought she did well, and that that match was good. Um, I just have one quick question. Please, was Flair's Flair's match against? Uh, I mean, sorry, Ric Flair's match against Sean at WrestleMania was that his actual last match ever, or Rick. did he go to TNA after that, Rick. or was that before that match? You know what I'm talking about? I want to say no. I want to say he went to TNA after that. He did go to TNA after yeah. that, and he wrestled again. 
Yeah, he was, okay. he was part of whatever that uh, that faction was. Yeah, sure. The the beginning of Aces and Eights or whatever it was. Uh, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally different. It's yeah, like I know. Totally, totally different. No, um, uh, yeah, no. He. he I was wondering about that because I don't remember the last person who has retired in a WWE ring and not gone anywhere else. Um, Edge. You say Edge hasn't wrestled. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, speaking of Edge, he, he's actually he was cleared to he's cleared to wrestle. Yeah, he was cleared to do that thing with. With Elias, but he's cleared. He's cleared to wrestle as of yesterday. Really, he's cleared to wrestle. I only want to see him and in, in Christian come back. <laughs> that, w- that would be awesome. But w- WWE is not taking the chance. Apparently, five second pose. <laughs> All right, that was, a, that was very vogue. <laughs> I wish we had cameras here, man. I can see that vogue. Um, he's actually cleared to wrestle, but they don't want to take the risk on on him. They took the risk on on Daniel Bryan, apparently, but they don't want to take the risk on Edge. If he. Um, if he can wrestle again, if they do actually take the risk on it, I see 100% no reason why Paige shouldn't come back. Well, because Paige just had surgery again. Well, I understand <laughs> that. Okay? I think she's I'm in not, a little... I'm saying little... ever, bro. <laughs> Damn. When she's 50, she can come back to Evolution 17.0 and yeah. uh, then wrestle her farewell match. Um, yeah, she's in a little worse. <laughs> Evolution little... T16 at that point. <laughs> <laughs> she's in a little worse for wear um, as far as... Uh, Orioles to trade. Right, freaking, you know, for for I'm sorry. I'm looking at my get, oh, I'm looking at my watch these. here. You know, for someone for a team that's like a Triple A team, Yankees are winning six four against the Orioles, and they still allowed the Orioles to even score four runs. I'm I'm for like the last couple games, they've all been like four runs and more uh, allowed. I, I I don't get it. Squash these mother anyway. Um, Motherfuckers. Right. Drew I had Gulak. To get that out. I appreciate had someone had to do it. Gulak and uh, Lorkin. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't watch that match. Okay. I, I thought it was okay. I mean, people were kind of like... I saw the first, like, three, four minutes of it. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to be here until 2 o'clock in the morning because I started this late. Right. So... <laughs> I mean, listen... I it, did relatively watch every it match was, it was pretty very, much in order. Yeah. But those first ones, I was like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, not going to watch it. Nor did you miss anything. The kickoff, um, I don't find a necessity at this point. Yeah. No, I, 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 I totally get it. I don't think anybody does. Gulak really. won. Um, it, it was a very short match, and uh, yeah, I, I could have lived without this one. Next one... Uh, Buddy Murphy and Apollo Crews. So they're trying to get Buddy Murphy in, uh, and we'll get more into him now as far as the, the, the push with like him and Cedric Alexander. Such a big, no, I think he's got such a bigger push than, than Cedric does. Because uh, Cedric is just coming in at spots to beat up Drew McIntyre. So they, you don't they, they, put they, anybody with a, Roman Reigns. They have a program, right. Right. You're, you're right. They, they have a program now. So, so Alexander and McIntyre have this thing going on. So just to give Alexander a push. And... That match on Raw was was really good. I, again, like I said, I thought Raw was, was amazing, but we'll get to that. So Buddy Murphy and Apollo Crews with this like throw-in match. They they, they could have this, but they can't have a Reigns uh, Daniel Bryan match. Um, I don't know. I'm maybe sure. maybe this, uh, the, whole, the whole thing was kind of. I know they're trying to extend that whole stupid. They're also trying with, to extend Daniel Bryan's career. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got to <laughs> wrestle at some point. I yeah. I do agree with that. They probably could have done it. I don't know why. Also, anyway. the next match, they, why did they need that one? So, but anyway. What was the point of that one? So, Buddy Murphy and Apollo Crews uh, to DQ because of, of Rowan. And that one, I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, shit, this is really, this is what you're going with as far as. There was, I thought there were two stupid finishes to SummerSlam as, a, as in total. This being one of them. Yes. Because um, it was actually, I thought, it was a good match. I thought Crews was actually putting on a good match. Not that he does. I think he's very underrated. Um but then putting the, the the two of them putting on this match was really good up until mm-hmm. the point where Rowan had to come in and and basically power bomb him into the yeah there was no point in, in no point <laughs> and I understand. it didn't even get anywhere at the end of the night it didn't it didn't I mean it, they it's, literally it's just, they just did the exact same thing on Tuesday right 
Like the the same point was made on Sunday and Tuesday. Extending, there was no point to it. Extending the story of who the who done a story and the, the, all that for, for just to extend that story. And yeah, it just, I, I thought it was, it was very stupid. It was a waste of time. And I, yeah. I why couldn't you put Buddy Murphy over? So Apollo Cruz is just a jobber at this point. We know that. Right. It seems like WWE wants to do something with Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Especially because I'm assuming they're going to have another Australian show at some point. Mm. They're probably going to want him That's as a champion. Why, yeah. a, a, a champion. Right. Doesn't matter what it is, just right. have him as Something a champion. Right, I, I agree. And like like I said, I if they they can put the two of them in, in a in a program and kind of boost Cruz, but that's not going to happen at this point. His time is done. Um, and with that said, well, don't say his time is done because it, give him another five and a half years, he'll be that that whole. Uh, I'll be dead by then. I um, was taken eleven years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kofi, we get it. It's been eleven years. Uh, Edge makes his return uh, to to kill Elias. I thought that was awesome. Thank uh, God. Any time his pop of the night. Any time, yeah, absolutely it was. Yeah. Any time his music hits, I always just get like a smile on my face. You think you know? Although he was an asshole when he left. Like he, he right before he retired, mm-hmm. I hated him. I was like, "What the hell? Why is he doing this?" Because mm-hmm. he was a heel. Mm-hmm. And then he had that last match, and then retired the next night after winning. And I was right. like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, That's serious. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, I miss you, Ed." <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. Uh, next up is uh, Bliss and Cross defeating the Iconics. I thought that that match was not necessary at all. I didn't think you needed that match whatsoever. Agreed. Why? Why? Agreed. There's no automatic rematches, um, and that's the closest thing anybody's going to have to an automatic rematch. See, Why the, would you have it? The, te- the technicality in that was that it was a four-way match that they wanted on. Oh, so they didn't because they didn't get pinned. That's it. That's what I'm going on. <laughs> That's what I'm assuming. Yeah, but it was an elimination match. Right. So they got pinned. Right. So there's Swiss cheese right there. Delicious. Um, <laughs> uh, to kick, off, kick off SummerSlam with Lynch and Natalia. Uh, I, listen, I thought it was uh, for a submission match. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it was back and forth. It was. Uh, like I said, there was only a couple things here or there as far as the entirety of the of the card that I thought was kind of eh. This uh, this was actually pretty good. I, I did think that it was weird that Natalia was out there, and this was supposed to be like her home hometown crowd, and people were chanting for, for Becky Lynch. Because it's not her hometown. It's just her, her home, home country. country. <laughs> you know what I mean. They, they, it doesn't. If we were in... Uh, I know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't work in the USA. If we were in... Uh, 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 Alaska, Scotland's, and okay. McIntyre was there, okay. and uh, they had a house show. It would there. be technically on home turf. Yes, I agree with that. There you go. Right, it's always, Canada. It's always is different when you're outside the U.S. Like fifteen thousand times bigger than Scotland is. <laughs> I know. This is very true. I'm saying it, it's always different. The, the mode is always different when you're outside of the U.S. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why they pushed it so hard. Any, when Italian any Trish is coming back. Yeah, yeah. Any foreigner outside the U.S. like. It doesn't matter where you are in that country. As soon as you're in that country, that's home turf for them. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter where. Right. I agree with you on that. Yeah, no, Renee Young it couldn't say enough. Oh, I'm from Canada. Yeah. Blah, blah. We get it, Young. You're, you're hot and from Canada. I get it. it yeah, but you live in Vegas now, bruh. <laughs> with Moxley, bruh. So Lynch takes that one, uh, and then we'll get back to talking about Lynch uh, a little later. I thought her um, playbook of submissions was pretty on point. Mm. Like, she didn't just do the disarm her the entire time. Right. She brought out a couple nice ones, especially the sharpshooter. <laughs> I was looking for that one. And I was like, yo, you can't have a title match and it being a submission match and not have the other person put that person in a sharpshooter. Right, right, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Especially in Canada. In, Can- in Toronto. No, it was Montreal. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Got mixed up a little bit. Screw you. Uh, Goldberg and Ziggler. I was, <laughs> according to the sheet, they're giving it a D. I was not looking forward to this at all, and I was wanted to see how far of the, for the for the money that they paid Goldberg to have this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, near 600 grand for this match. Really? Yeah. Because oh, the Saudis ain't paying. That's why. No, that's right. <laughs> it's Vince paying. It's Vince paying. He's coming out of pocket. So I was not looking forward to this at all. I'm looking forward to seeing. Well, if anything, looking forward to see how Ziggler would pull this off. Yeah. And I mean, the only way you can have a Goldberg match now is to have, is him, to have him walk out in, in his normal and fashion and play the hits. That's it. And that's it. There's no repertoire with him whatsoever. Like, and it's never been. It, there's never been. I'm not saying that there was at some point, but now it's just like. Yeah. Spear throwing to throwing to the at least corner. Undertaker can at least he can carry a match. A Absolutely, bit. like if you have someone in there that can 100 percent carry a match with the Undertaker, right. that'll be a good match. Right, like let they have rumblings right now that at next year's WrestleMania they want McIntyre and and Undertaker, and they should and they should that'll be a epic match because I haven't seen somebody be able to size up Undertaker in a long time. And that would be him. And McIntyre would be the exact person. To Which do is it. it's so funny how how like. Of the, th- the three people in the three-man band, <laughs> <laughs> the first person to get a belt was Jinder Mahal. Are we shitting me, you shitting me right now? A singles belt. A singles belt. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, well, I mean, what's-his-face had the uh, tag belt. Oh, right. This is true. Right. right. Yeah. yeah he got he's kids, later. you know? He's got kids. <laughs> he's Slater. No, I get it. But as far as, like, someone that is, like, legit can be, like, seen as a respectable, like, yeah. wrestler... You would have thought it would have been Drew McIntyre, and then he left. The funny thing is, all these guys leave WWE, yeah. gain some sort of notoriety. notoriety and respect outside of WWE, uh-huh. which makes no sense, and then comes back in having this, the same respect. So at one point, you couldn't establish that when you were here? At one point, do you think Kenta comes back and takes over the 205? Oh, my God. Like, uh, <laughs> give, it, give it a year. I was going to say, give it a year and a half. Give it a year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So... The, my favorite part of, of one of my favorite things of the whole night, the match itself sucked uh, as far as Goldberg and Ziggler. My favorite thing is that Ziggler is now like this whiny bitch. And it's the Jericho. And it is the Jericho, but I think he's taking it to another level because if you're saying for him to come back, that <laughs> wasn't going to work. Uh, Joe's trying to like make himself comfortable. I'm trying to get comfortable, but chair. my pants started riding up too much on me. Yeah, there was. Go on. I don't see that show. Um, the, the idea of him calling him out. <laughs> Up the ramp, he comes back and gives him another spear, and then he's now he's gone, and he's still bitching and moaning. He yeah. comes back and gives him another one. I thought the whole thing was was well done on Ziggler's part. Chris Jericho and Christian, those are two people that pulled it off the best. Mm. The whiny type of character. Mm. I want one more match, <laughs> and Chris Jericho just being like. Well, he did this wrong and that and all that shit. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was, so, listen, it obviously plays well because I thought it played well on Sunday. Yeah, but don't keep it going. Well, like Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens came back as one person and now he's just a completely different person. Yeah. You know? I don't think you should keep that. That's, whole, a, whole, that that's, whole that's a whole that's a whole other, other story too because I, I didn't I don't understand why they they thought it was necessary sidetrack here. Why it was necessary to have him come in as a good guy? Be a heel because they couldn't get anybody else to fight Kofi. They had that match, he lost, and then they turned him around and make him a babyface again. Because I don't think Vince trusted anybody. Like I think Vince has a lot of faith in Kevin Owens mm. because, again, going back to the whole Buddy Murphy Roman Reigns situation, you don't really put just anybody in a 
and a program with Shane McMahon. You have to put someone that can, A, carry the program, and B, carry a match. Right. Because Shane McMahon, let's be honest, he can not wrestle, and he's a great stuntman. He's a great stuntman. So there's that. Mm. Also, <laughs> fucking Mean Street Posse. That thing was, that was hysterical. I, I, <laughs> the thing just came in my head, and I can't stop talking about it. That was hysterical. Um, yeah. So Styles and Ricochet. Uh, I, I wish this was a clean match, but it's it wasn't. Uh, OC comes in and disrupts the whole thing. I was too focused on his ring gear, on his Nightwing ring gear. I had that exact same thing. There you go. And it was as amazing. soon as I saw him, like it that looks, it looks Nightwing, a hundred percent. And the only reason I said that because like the blue on the pants, I get it. Mm. Didn't you know? First off, it looked like uh, uh, Natalia's old gear where she was yes. doing the whole BDSM yeah, phase. Yeah, yeah, it was. But he came out and the good, blue logo face. in the middle, and I was like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. he's got some Nightwing gear yeah, right. on. Let's <laughs> go. I don't know why he kept the shirt on. He didn't really need to. He didn't to. need the shirt, no. No. I, I, do, I do like the – the. <laughs> there's a, a meme. I, I guess it's funny when you see it. There's a meme of, of him uh, it, on top, and then the it was like a video game chair underneath, and it, the video game chair yeah. had, like, had like blue lining all, yeah, all around it yeah. and with like the leather on it. I saw that. Um I, I, like I said, I, I wish that OC wasn't involved, but it is what it is. Uh, and Styles takes that one. Uh, the U.S. Championship with Style that, that was that one. I just said that. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. So None of my predictions came true for either women's match. I just want to put that out uh, there. Me neither. Um, so I really thought it was going to happen. No, I'm lying. I, like, I no, we like, picked winners. I think we picked both the winners I of did, the match. Yes. Actually, I, I lost because I said Ember Moon was going to win because I, I wanted say, her to win. I did say Bailey. Uh, but... We'll get into why uh, I was wrong later when we talk about Raw. What was the deal with this match? With, I didn't, with Bailey I, and Moomin. like they, for two for two people, pop. especially Bailey. It, the reason why it didn't pop, especially for Bailey, who's who's the champion, who's done this for years now, and it should be should be better than this. Yeah, the match was just like the, the sloppiest match lackluster. of the night. First off, so, uh, how many botches can we can we do in in one night? I just want to point out that I will do this with men and women. Just like, okay, the whole reason why Roman Reigns still wears a flak jacket is? Because it's still part of the shield. Yeah, but <laughs> let's be honest. He doesn't have the best looking. Bod? Exactly. Right. He's got a dad bod. Why do you think the Usos still wear shirts when they wrestle? <laughs> okay. He's got a dad bod. Right. Bailey looked like she had a dad bod. That's why Kevin Owens wears a shirt. Exactly. Right. Well, Kevin Owens, you can tell, has a dad yeah, bod. Absolutely. <laughs> Bailey, I saw Bailey on the top rope, uh, and she was like bending over, and I just saw like a gut hanging out, and I was like, that's Bailey, Ember, Ember Moon too. Well, it wasn't as pronounced on Ember Moon as it was Bailey. I don't know why that but came. Even when that, she just stands that up, struck it. me as odd. I was like, I was like, I don't like to judge people, but you know, you're in a professional business where you're going to be was, on TV. Yeah. Let's, let's go. <laughs> I was just. I'm one to talk though. I'm like 300 pounds. I was, gonna, fuck? I was gonna say for two people who are, are do do go to the gym, but yet can't really talk about uh, bodies. Yeah, your 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 oh, line I'm of very work, judgmental. Your line of work kind of lends itself to having a, a, a nice body. But yeah. that being said, her ass is amazing. Anyway. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Anything from the waist down on that lady? That face. Perfect. That face. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah. Um, the whole the whole point of that was that between it was very lackluster. The, the crowd, the, yes, the, the crowd was not into this at all, and the match itself was lackluster just because of the spot, the spots that they couldn't pull off, and the the botches that they had. It was good if they were able um, to pull it off. I thought like physically, it looked like an okay match, like yeah. it was a nice physical match, right? But it didn't really pop with the crowd. Not at also, Corey Gray finally said, "Codebreaker, 
Thank God. Oh, yeah. I don't think he was supposed to. I don't think he was supposed to either. It was yesterday, uh, no, Tuesday. No, it was, on, it was on SummerSlam. Was it? Oh, yeah. Because he said it again. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure this is my SummerSlam notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said it again yesterday when, uh, who, who was? Someone? No, it was Double Knees to the Face. Someone, yeah, it was on wrestling. SmackDown. It was on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was someone, yeah, someone that said. It was Ember Moon. It was Ember Moon against Charlotte. Yes, and who, he, said, way, he said, he uh, said, I have it? not been able. He said double knees to the face on SmackDown. But no, it, was, it wasn't him. It was um, Mike Byron. Byron. Okay. Byron had said uh, Codebreaker. Really? Yeah. I didn't one hear of them, that. One of them definitely said Codebreaker, and I was like, oh, shit, that, that can't be I right. definitely did not hear that. Yeah. I definitely heard it on SummerSlam 1,000%. Then and I was he, like, then, oh, then that's, who, who? He said it. <laughs> Vince, he fucking said it. And that's two times in a week that the word codebreaker was used. But then use double knees to the face every time. But like every other time, cool. they'd use double knees to the face. Doesn't sound it, as cool. When Buddy did it to Roman, mm. when Roman was on the ground, and Buddy went from the top rope to the to hit him with a double knees to the face, <laughs> it was the, the face. same thing. Double right. knees to the face. Yeah. Why can't you you know distinguish a little bit? They'll come up with another name. Yeah. Instead of codebreaker. Triple knees to the face. It's a dude. <laughs> You get the extra leg to the face. Uh, get it? Like a yeah, right. Got it. Uh, okay. Owens and McMahon. <laughs> this is some visual I just wanted to touch. Uh, Owens, oh. uh, choice words. Yeah. Choice words. Owens phrasing. And, <laughs> phrasing. Owens and McMahon. Uh, Owens wins. He keeps his job. Yay. Yeah. Elias was being a real asshole. I just want to point that out. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, Owens wins. Gets to keep his job. Yeah. I thought it was you know he played the hits. It was it, pretty. It was a pretty good match. It was a good match. I thought the whole. Uh, Mental warfare going on in, in Owens' brain was pretty was a pretty nice touch. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, yeah, it was yeah, a good match. Shane's okay, <laughs> sure. Glor- Shane, like, I need Shane to do a big spot. Like, Shane didn't have a big spot. Right. That's what I, honestly, now at this point, I just want a Shane McMahon match to have a big destruction Just like spot. you expect uh, Kingston when he's in the Royal Rumble to have a big spot. You expect exactly. McMahon and now, now Naomi, too. And now Naomi. Yeah. Like, it, it's, well, it's, it's a little bit racist on your part, Vince, but, you know, we, we won't go there right it's now. It's definitely a black thing. Well, like, it's a black thing and, and, and McMahon thing. Speaking um, of black, did you see the Street Profits segment with Ric Flair? <laughs> your segues are just on point. Uh, I try, you know. <laughs> I thought that was amazing, first off. Yes. I, I'm, yes. I'm legitimately all in on the Street Profits. If I can get Flair at, at all times to say, brother. Yeah. Just uh, and I, I looked at my my boy Rob like that that can't be is that racist <laughs> like like I, hey uh, I mean no and, if, and he he goes, them, if he called them if he called them young bucks it would be racist that would be racist <laughs> he said brother and then it's and then he's like uh, it could have been worse it could have been Vince McMahon walking by Booker T and using, yeah. using the N word what's up yeah yeah <laughs> and, and and it's like what <laughs> oh <Right. laughs> and Cena being like uh, what now what? <laughs> that can't be right uh, moving on Charlotte Flair and uh, Trish Stratus. Uh, that was a good match. We we dealt we dived into this earlier, but I thought it was she's a forty three year old. Thank you, uh, hottie, and uh, she is. I did not think Trish was gonna be able to pull off that figure eight, though. I'll be honest with you about that because she's so teeny tiny. Yeah, yeah. And Charlotte's legs are pretty much the exact height of, of her. Trish Stratus. <laughs> her. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, God damn! Awesome. Uh, yeah, it was actually awesome match. Puppies good match. everywhere, Every, everywhere. Good match. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk to about, talk about Charlotte and Ember Moon uh, in a little bit because that match. I don't know what uh, if Ember like pulled a uh, like a Brock Lesnar. Uh, uh, Spit it out. Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman match where you know Strowman hit Lesnar in the face and then Lesnar comes back and swats. Oh, like a shoot, like a shoot. Okay, I don't know what that. If that's what happened during SmackDown like, with, with their match, but like she got hit in the face. Yeah. The Flair did, and all of a sudden she went off. But yeah. well, I, <laughs> I want to get into that in a bit. So Flair uh, defeats Stratus. 
in her retirement match, even though she's not going to retire. So apparently we'll see her, uh, hopefully see her again. In Evolution, Evolution 2.0. 2.0. <laughs> uh, and, then, uh, and so then the worst match of the night, at least for me. Yes. 100%. With the only thing I liked about the match was that Kofi said stupid. Thank God. Yes. yes. So Because if he didn't, that. I would have been like, this is the worst match I've ever fucking seen <laughs> in my life. Reverse that. So the, all this buildup for this, this. They can't have it in, though. Which I don't know, think they're going to have it end. You got to keep it going. But that's the, the worst possible way to have something end. But to have go, keep going as far as the storyline. I mean, it's, it's happened before where you can still have. A storyline. They do it all the time. They have these storylines, and then they'll continue, and then they'll just build up to another. There'll be an extreme rules match, and then uh, a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Even though technically, by the way, extreme rules, TLC, same no concept. DQ, they're all the same match. I don't know if you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if I'm, I'm breaking new ground here as far as the, the hot take, but <laughs> they're all the same well, match, see, packaged the, as different names. The only difference I, I just a TLC match. Yes, is that you have to climb a ladder, don't you? You don't have to pin them. Um, in the tables, ladders, and chair match, you have like if it's a, I'm sorry, if it's a championship right. at a TLC match, you right. have to climb the ladder to get True. it. True. Yes. Okay. That's yes. to me. That's the only difference. But it's, it's there's still bashing of of brains being done. Yeah. Some people could say it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> right. Just yeah. Just again, I'm unveiling that. Sorry, WWE. You're you're, you're full of shit. So, I'm not sorry. You are full of shit. Yeah. Kingston. Still love it though. Orton. And in a freaking double double counter. And yeah. people, and okay, I'm looking so at the, the screen and everybody in the arena is like, uh, what just? No that, DQ, no DQ, no holds barred, extreme rules. Those three are exactly the exactly same thing. Exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yes, Package. 100%. Package is a different name. Yeah. Um, everybody looking around the arena as if like something went wrong. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea of Orton at, at the end of the match going after the, the kids, the I'm kids and the wife. To- why, at the, why does it have to be at the end of the match when you couldn't have built that up? For the entirety of the match, have him go out there in different spots, mock them, and then still have some sort of finish to the match. Because Here's you my just, thing. You just built all this up for this one moment, SummerSlam being the second biggest uh, uh, pay-per-view <laughs> of, of, of the year, and you, you just kind of squashed it by just having a double count-out. Yeah. My, my thinking is that they want to put – Orton does best when he is in a family storyline. He does. Okay. <laughs> When he had that whole storyline with Triple H and Stephanie, that was must-see television. Absolutely, Stephanie just passed out, and him getting the kiss in mm-hmm. probably could be considered a Me Too moment at this point. <laughs> yes. But we won't go there right now. Uh. I think the way it was done could have been handled better. Like if I uh, – fantasy booking. Ready? If I had them two going in a match at SummerSlam, mm. I would have had Kofi have his family – at the go home pay per view, or I mean the go home show, right? Or the show before that, like a week or two before, have his family there, them have a match leading up to SummerSlam. That match and in a double count out because that legitimately the match at SummerSlam, you have that on a on a SmackDown show to main event, the exact same way. Okay, and then that leads to their match at SummerSlam. Right, that's what I th- I think should have been done. That would have made more sense to me. However. This way does kind of take the storyline further into the next pay per view, and it does absolutely. But I, I, again, I just think it, they like they've done it before, and they'll do it again. There's d- better ways to go about extending uh, two guys who have a, who have a, a storyline going, and I, I don't think this is the way to do it. With that being said, uh, it, it is definitely going 
further on, and we're just going to get something uh, the next pay per view, and then we'll uh, Survivor Series will be another fight between the two of them, and that'll be the the end all be all hopefully of of this <laughs> storyline. Um, I don't know. We shall see. But uh, Orton Orton as a heel uh, is is always good. Uh, I, I just hope that they can build and make it better than what they had with with this match. Do you think Orton wins the title at some point? Uh, I see him winning the title as like a handoff to another another wrestler. Okay. Like I, Me you know, too. Uh, I, I can see that. You know, we, we're oh, talking sorry. about... Um, it was, it was, I was just watching something where they, they talk about like these 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 wrestlers that come in like they were handing off. Uh, uh, so like back in the day when uh, the Iron Sheik had the belt, he he beats uh, uh, was it Bob Backlund? Beat Bob Backlund sure. for it, <laughs> um, and then because he didn't want to, yeah, that was it. He 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 didn't he he lost to Bob. He, he beat the belt. I can't even talk. Bob Backlund lost to Iron Sheik. He wasn't going to lose the belt to to Hulk Hogan because. Bob Backlund didn't want to lose to someone who wasn't trained in amateur wrestling. Yeah. So uh, I'm going with someone with the story. And then Iron Sheik dropped it to Hulk Hogan. All that being said, is there's these these wrestlers, if you notice, in in time, there are wrestlers in between other wrestlers, the main wrestler that yeah. gets a belt. Iron Sheik was that guy. So yeah, yeah, he had a handoff. At the time, you didn't have a face losing to a face. So you had, you had that interim guy. Mm-hmm. So I, I see Orton being that guy. Because he's, I mean, he's been in the, he's been a full timer for forever, and he's he's over as shit. But he's not like he's. He, I don't think he'll ever be like the now most he, famed wrestler of all time. Randy Orton. Yeah. Okay. Now here's my thing. Yeah. How many title reigns does Hunter have? Thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yes, fourteen. Because the last one he yeah, he had the w like the most recent WWE title. Right. Okay. How many title reigns does Orton have? 12, 13. He has 13. Um, uh, at least that's what I heard okay. every time. Right. If you have Randy right. win another one, mm. you're going to have him tie right. Hunter. Right. That can 100% be built to a storyline at WrestleMania. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Like that could be planted. You can plant the seeds now. Mm. You can th- if you think about it, the Hunter Batista storyline happened at, that started at, at uh, what was it, SmackDown 1000? And that was in October. Right. Re- uh, WrestleMania is not until April. Mm. April, May-ish, whatever. So it seems like that that's where I want it to go. Well, I mean, that's I also want Randy to win again, mm. have the same amount of titles, and then that's how you can build that storyline right. into the next chapter. Well, that's usually around the time that they start all that Mania stuff. is like Survivor Series-esque exactly. time. Yeah. And Rumble is really where it gets going. Right. Sure. Some would call it, you know, the... Road to road WrestleMania. To WrestleMania. <laughs> the start of the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Some would call that. Or all would call that. Okay. So, th- my favorite match of the night. Let's get to it. Yes, please. It wasn't even a match. Okay. My favorite entrance of the night. Yeah. <laughs> let's, 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 let's just say that. I think the, the, the favorite time of the night wasn't even a match because it was a squash. Um, this <laughs> Balor coming out in white and uh, everybody knowing, like, this, this is your, your time. Your time is up, dude. And then so. Someone say your time is up and mm, my time, my is, time now. is now. My time is now. <laughs> Fiend is official in uh, in WWE. Thank God. And, and, and he's using the claw too. I'm so hyped. The mandible claw. I like the idea that he tried to go for Sister Abigail. He got that denied, and so now the, the claw is is yeah. like the, is his thing. Because when you do a finish, you want to be able to do it 
I've heard Chris Jericho talk about this at length. Mm. You want to be able to use a finish on Rey Mysterio and the Big Show and have them both be as effective. Absolutely, yes. That's why he has the whole Judas effect now. I don't think it's that good of a finisher. No, but if you sell it that way, if, like the, if the company and the people sell it that way, right. it makes sense. Sure. That's why I think him using the claw works so well. Mm. And I don't know if he's going to use it as a different name or if they're still just going to call it the Mandible Claw. Right. But I don't know what name. I didn't think that far ahead, to be honest. Neither did I. The Wyatt Claw? Are, are you know the, the Lantern, first off? <laughs> so can, okay. we, can, we, can we address some of this can we, stuff? Can we, can we talk about, first of all, the music? And I, oh. I didn't, I didn't, when I first heard it, I didn't understand what they were saying. I but did. It, but it's saying hurt heel. And so when he's coming out. Oh, and it's really? A, yeah. I thought you were talking about like <gasps> music. Okay. That All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he comes out and I'm like, wait, is this the same? It's the same song. It's the same it's song. It's the same damn song. And he had it redone. Remix. It, it is, <laughs> as we played earlier in the show. It's, bam, 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 it's, bam. <laughs> you have a soundboard. Use it. Um, oh, man. So he comes out with that song, man. And the, the lantern that he used, which is obviously his face uh, with the light in it. And you, it was kind of blurry. It was kind of dark. And then you realize what it was. Did you, did you have you heard about the the, um, the the replay or the YouTube situation about what they had about the lantern? No. So on the on the pay per view they had. Oh, tell me, he got flagged. Oh, that would be hilarious. The, the pay per view they had him come out and they showed the lantern. He put it down on the apron and they had that one shot where it was close up on the lantern, but he was yeah. walking up the stairs. And that was an amazing shot. And you're looking at this thing and like, holy shit, that's that's awesome. Cinematically great. Just great. Shot. The whole the whole thing was great. That shot. Was taken off. Yes. And censored. Yes. <laughs> because it was. That means WWE is doing is something doing right. Something right. There you go. See, so you have to take a positive out of everything. Thank it, God. That, that's that's that shot was censored because of the of the stupid lantern. You can get a lantern to censor you, or get censored because of a lantern. That that you're yeah, you're right. You're doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. So the match itself was was a squash. Uh, Balor with like a few offensive moves here and there, but just the the. <laughs> just the brutality of, of the fiends coming after Balor and uh, just the whole thing was just insane. It was amazing. I fucking love from, it. From beginning to end and then the end when he, it's all dark and he's he's back into the camera but he's turned around looking at it and then it goes dark. It was my favorite match of the night. Absolutely. 100%. And, that's, and again, not because of the match but it's because of the, the entirety of the, of the performance from beginning to end. He is, and he is the he's the shit. And there's a reason why now he's he not. He will be the top merch seller this year. He's already top now. Well, I mean, I not for the, for the entire, whole year. But, but he's, right, as of right now. As of right now. As of right now, he is. Uh, At yes. the Superstore, that shit flew off the off, shelves. Flew off. And apparently now they have these these masks of the Fiends, which yeah. look awful. Hilariously disgusting. Awful. I mean, <laughs> I, and they're selling for like 40, 50 bucks. The damn thing doesn't look anything like his mask. No. It, it's it's just it's amazing. And I, but I've seen people on eBay actually do their own and they're selling it for like 200 bucks. And it looks legit, but yeah, it's, I mean if it looks legit, I'll pay 200. Oh, I'm like, no, I won't. <laughs> to do no, the whole. If you're going to go no the, hell, If you're buying that mask for 200 bucks, then you have to go all out and do the whole damn costume. Yeah, if you buy that mask for 200 bucks, you better at it some doesn't point come with either. be a wrestler at some point in the future. <laughs> Cuz you're like all in on that shit. Like yeah. there's no other way you can do anything else. Absolutely. That, that he yeah. and and it's it's Genius on their part not to have him on any other shows right now. Do so you do it? You put you, you get it in there. Don't put him on Raw. Don't put him on SmackDown unless it's like a, a you know like another week from now. Like yeah. don't you're gonna you're about to have King of the Ring. Don't have him on next week. No, have him on like the week after. 
Um, even even then, who do you think he feuds with next? If you're trying to do, wait that long, I don't think he's gonna wait that long. You think they wait until the King of the Ring winner, and he goes after the winner? Well, that's a, the the finals at the pay per view, the next pay per view. What's the next pay per view? I t- all right. You know, for someone that uh, we both have access to the internet right now, son of a bitch. You know, please hold. Uh, please hold while we connect you to How our the Yankees school, our broadcasting network. Only winning, um, the Yankees are only winning 6-5, by the way. I'm I, very what? They were that. winning 6-2 in the 6th. I know. Oh, my God. I know. Um, I just want to point out, why did Xavier Woods, to me, look like Scott Steiner? With the braids? With the braids. He looked like Big Papa Pump when he had this the whole metal <laughs> guard on his thing with the sunglasses. Uh, Turns out, it was actually inspired from Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed. Really? Yeah. That you wouldn't have guessed? I mean, I didn't think Scott, I didn't think Stevie Wonder at first. I also don't didn't know until I read it that that's what Stevie Wonder had on his album or whatever it was. It was Clash of Champions, by the way. Ah, yes, yes. you're right. I, I am no, I know I'm right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Clash of Champions. So we'll we'll have the winner of, of King of the Ring at Clash of Champions. And we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, that's that's gonna go down then, and hopefully by some point between now and Clash of Champions, we'll we'll have another fiend sighting. Yeah. Um, this next match was my second favorite match of the night. This I will I, have to. Give I will say. That. I will say this. Never is, thought I'd ever be saying that at Brock Lesnar match, but I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this is my. Say I'm gonna say this was my favorite match because it was it was a match. No. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, with the fiend being my favorite moment of the night, this was my favorite match of the night. And Rollins, yeah, and Rollins and Lesnar, for someone who is so part time. And gets paid pretty much exactly what like Goldberg on, on pay scale goes. Uh-huh. He put in the time on this match, man. Like it wasn't yeah. like a squash. It wasn't like a like a five second thing. It, yeah. The mania was was shorter than this, mm-hmm. and so uh, this was a, a really good match. Yeah. Between the two of them, and it, it, the the thing with Quite this match, possibly though, the best Brock Lesnar match in recent memory. I would say probably of the, of his career, and I will go out and say that. And and with that being said, he. The two of them, as you, as you you so eloquently put it before, played the hits. Yes. Like these are this was an, an all hit match. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Other than multiple Rollins, hits, multiple hits. <laughs> other than Rollins going off the, the the top of the turnbuckle there onto the table on Lesnar, these were all like suplex, knees to the face, kick, super kicks, like all like their their best hits. Yeah, and it played off well because there were so many multiple. Of those hits, and the table, the table spot that it, it worked well. It worked very well, and this match was was great. Shockingly, shockingly great for a Lesnar match, and it wasn't like like it wasn't like uh, Rollins had to pull him through with this match like Ziggler did with Goldberg. This yeah, was yeah, like yeah. This was legit on both ends. Like they they pulled their 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 weight on both ends. Absolutely, hundred percent. It so, was an amazing match to me. I, I thought. I've never seen that good a Brock Lesnar match. I'll be honest. Yeah, no, that was that was it. If you want to find, if you want to find the best Lesnar match of his career, I'm you just you, saw it on Sunday. You saw it on Sunday. <laughs> that that was it. My whole thing about that match, mm-hmm. and the reason why I'm going to say that this was such a good fucking match, mm-hmm. is because I never thought in my life I'd be able to hear a, this is awesome chant in a Brock Lesnar match. In, right, right, <laughs> absolutely. It's crazy. Absolutely. Um, I'm just going to take a quick, uh, quick break. Hold on. Don't get me angry, bro. I almost fought someone Does this, this incite song anger? <laughs> Does this incite anger now? Are you going to punch me in the face? Quite a similar way. I love this song, bro. You have no idea. This song is repeating itself. 
I see the anger in your eyes. Please, please don't hit me. Oh man, that Gus song gets me hyped. Please don't hit me. No, you're good. Don't don't, don't cut me off. Don't cut me. <laughs> well, don't write on my ass. You know, <sighs> shit won't happen. I feel angry just listening to that damn song. <laughs> Moving on to Raw, uh, and oh, Raw and SmackDown. So, uh, uh, Mr. Heyman and his uh, infinite wisdom that keeps on going, man. It's, he's it, it, according to reports, McMahon is uh, very happy with his work. Uh, as of late, with uh, all the work that he's done on Raw. Who do you think the King of the Ring was? Whose idea? Oh. Well, if, it, if they said Queen of the Ring, it would have been yours. But it's King of the Ring. I'm getting to a point. I'm saying it's going to be him. I'm saying it's Heyman. Heyman? Yeah, that's what I think, too. Yeah. Um, I just want to point this out. Both of my great ideas on this show are slowly starting to take place. By the way. Into the whole. Into reality. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, um, I'm going to say also that uh, there was a report also that, uh, I mean, this was last week, that the Raw reunion did so well in the ratings that the nostalgia things, you start seeing a lot of those now. And we have another one with SmackDown. So you have the SmackDown coming up. 20th anniversary. Uh, 20th anniversary of Fox. That. I'm pretty sure it's just the first Fox show. It's just the first Fox show. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's the timing's probably off. Um, but you're going to start seeing, like, King of the Ring. You're going to start seeing, like, nostalgia things coming oh back. God. Um, and that is one of the the best things that they've had, and they just happen to pick it. And uh, yeah, bring back backlash. <laughs> start a new hashtag. <laughs> I would say bring back uh, in your house. How about that? That was a good one. <laughs> all all fifty seven thousand of the in your houses, whatever they, they were called, yeah. bring them all back. Um, ah, Saturday night's main event. That would be dope. They they had that for a little bit, and yeah, and then it just died. It kind of faded away. Now it's just called. Main event. Main event. And it's on Wednesdays or whatever. I don't even know. The weird thing is that those things were like, when I, I know you were probably like, not even a, a, a thought in your your dad's sack yet, but the idea of. Shout out, dad. <laughs> dad <laughs> what's up, Mr. Black and your sack? Um, oh, my that, God. Oh, that rhymed. Think about that for a second. I don't want to. Go on. Dad sack. So, yeah. Uh, so, like dad bod? Dad bod, dad sack. <laughs> the idea of Saturday's main event was that it was a primetime pay-per-view like you had every single match that was on that was on saturday night live you you preempted snl for this yeah. they were also on a break so you kind of filled in the gap with when snl wasn't on tv they were on a break, on a break. <laughs> they put those on and they were amazing and then they brought it back like a couple years later like a couple years ago and mm-hmm. it wasn't the same it didn't have the same feel no it, uh, wasn't. it was like that time was like must it was a jobber it was a jobber show it was a job yeah. it was a complete jobber show that time when they did in the 80s was like must watch tv like when they had savage and hogan building up their their stuff for yeah. you know the, the, the you know mega powers blowing up and all that stuff and hogan in, yeah. in, in the in the in the main events of those those were those were awesome then you know it, it didn't not so much anyway um so all that to say, I'm I'm saying that you know as you brought up Heyman uh, bringing this idea up, and that you will start seeing older things that happened before come back. Starting things off with uh, Monday Night Raw and uh, AJ Styles confronting Seth Rollins, I am glad that the belts. I'm always glad when the belts not on Lizard. With that said, they made the biggest mistake with Rollins mm. that they put him with Becky Lynch. Because that completely uh, it diminished his character when he was first of all he was with him the character itself now is kind of is kind of stale but you put him with, you put him with with Becky and now he she's the man air quotes you kind of not and, air quotes she is the man well okay 
without a penis. So she's the man without a penis, and so but she still came off as being dominant over him. Uh, yeah, so she, you have she, you have a weak champion. She wore the pants. You have you have this this woman that's that's it, it was like the freaking um, what's her name Maria and uh, and Mike kind of situation. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying not to have a strong, dominant woman, but you you're squashing your champ. It's because they want. They're doing this whole thing where they want to build up Seth Rollins as the ultimate babyface, like the ultimate babyface. That's why they had him do that. the whole. That's why they had him win, and that's why they had him win injured. Right. Also, you can tell how injured he was because his entire rib cage was taped. <laughs> I, I said it and then time. it ended up with no tape at yeah. the end of the match. I like that he got swung by the by the tape. Here's my question to you and to everybody that's listening. Mm, 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 what mm, if mm, mm. you okay? Let's skip ahead because mm. it's still part of the same storyline. Mm, mm. Let's skip to the end of the match, mm, mm. right? They had a match later on that night, mm, mm, mm. and then you had Ricochet come out and help mm, out, mm, and then you had Braun come out and run roughshod over everyone. Mm, mm-hmm. You still have Seth as a champion. What if you have Seth and Braun in a Shane, uh, Shane in a Sean and Diesel type situation? Mm, mm. I didn't hear anything you said. I was just doing. The I know you did. Um, I know you heard what I said too. <laughs> the uh... because I I don't remember a lot of it, but to me it was both of them had championship. They were both championship material, mm-hmm. and even though Sean was the champion. He still had Diesel as backup who could just easily have been the champion. The difference being is that I, 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 could, I could see where you're going and then I could possibly see it, but the, the difference being is that Diesel, Kevin Nash, was not nearly who he was until he came with Sean and he was still his backup, whereas now Braun Strowman can carry and be a champion right now. Okay. And he, I think he's well, he's long, 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 long overdue. Long overdue. Long yeah. overdue. He so, should have won it when he had that triple threat match against Brock and right. um, was it Reigns? Kane. Kane. At Rumble, I believe. Right. I th- that's when I think he should have won it. I, he should have had a championship before he had that stupid green belt in Saudi Arabia. Yes. That he hasn't defended. <laughs> Which he hasn't defended at all. And is probably just sitting on his Best champion of all time. The only, only champion of all time. Well. And there you go. Only is the best. The only, duh. Only is the, <laughs> <laughs> only is the best. Um. So Styles is gonna. It's all that now. Always going back to uh, the, the beginning here. Styles and Rollins uh, they confront each other, so they're gonna have a match at the end of the night. Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn. Now mm-hmm. this this was interesting because they were playing up his angle as a babyface the entire time up until this point. And that was the chair. That was. I'm sure it was. Or my back. I don't know. Or your your ass. So no, that Samoa was too loud to be my ass. It was a very big pop. Uh, Thanks, I they, appreciate. It. <laughs> <laughs> they they built him up as his baby face strictly, strictly because they did not want to have, and this this is what I I I know for a fact. They did not want to have Sami Zayn come off as a face in Canada, so they had Samoa Joe be the face un- right up until the very end of the match. Mm-hmm. As soon as he had that squash match, because Zayn is is now just a jobber. He immediately turned. Yeah. So I'm just I'm putting it out there. Like it's, not, it's not an opinion. That is actual fact. They're they, just like flip flopping with Joe, and I don't like it. Like it's, yeah. he, he's a face one week, he's a heel next week. He's right. a face. He's having more freaking face turns than the fucking Big Show. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like the opposite with uh, like John Cena. Like they want to see him turn heel, but they they won't, and he keeps teasing it. 
So anyway, so I mean, I mean, if you want to be technical, the Doctor Thugonomics was, was was a heel. Yeah, and he technically did bring it back. <laughs> I've been using air quotes, air quotes during the, entire, the time. entire time, so I just want that to be known. Air quotes. All right, so Joe squashes Zayn. Now he's a heel again. Blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, I made quick work of him. It was pretty easy. That was pretty easy. Zayn, I, I, yo, dude, I, I, he's just like he comes back and he just gets squashed in every match. Um, Another person who gets squashed in every match. Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler <laughs> who came up next and got squashed with uh, The Miz, and then he, he did the same thing. He gets him, gets him called back. He, he uh, does his, uh, cru- his skull-crushing finale, and, and uh, that's the end of that. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about this one. Ricochet and Elias. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things being talked about with this match which for all the wrong reasons. Um, the end of the match, Ricochet being as awesome as he is, and I, I have a man crush on him, but because for, for his athletic ability and, and not the way he wears a tights. Yeah, uh, sure. We'll go with that. Okay. So I, I'm straight, I swear. So <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Elias at the end of the match. You want to keep backpedaling or we're good now? My, my caps hurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Elias at the end of this match, the, the referee uh, gets a weird angle, calls the three count, mm-hmm. and Elias' shoulder is clearly off the mat. Yeah. Who's fault? So now... Uh, both of them, uh, Elias and the ref. Uh, Elias. Be honest, I think that's just a, uh, Elias and the ref. And I, think I, and I, will, I will tell you why. Okay, I will tell you why. I so, agree with you. I'm so, thinking about it. I agree with you. So the the announcers who are supposed their job, I agree with you. the announcers, <laughs> what their job is, is to basically call it as if they were legit. <laughs> so yeah. if if there's anything going down, like if someone misses a spot, you'll always hear like Corey Graves say. Oh, he, he, they got brushed, or they—I don't think he got all of that. Yeah, yeah. Like they—they yeah, yeah. they call it like as they see it. So as if soon someone, as just go on, okay. I had something to go on. Go ahead, go ahead. No, like it's if it's if like AJ Styles were to do this to golf. Uh, the what does he do when he takes him and he flips him up? Like he has him on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's not the calf crusher. It's the fucking. God damn it. Whatever he does where he has the people on, like, he's got their legs on his shoulder right. and they're facing down. If they don't hook that arm, they'll go, oh, he didn't get all right. of it. He didn't get all of it. And then they'll be able to kick out Absolutely. some type of bullshit. Absolutely. That's exa- exactly what happened. So Elias had his shoulder up. Uh, and so they, they, they called him out on it. Uh, immediately called him out on immediately. it. Immediately. I thought it was great. Which apparently, according to, according to all sources, it was Vince, Vinny Mac, had told them to call him out on it. The ref. He didn't get a siren. He, he didn't get up. He didn't get up. He, he didn't get up. <laughs> you imagine having that voice in your ear <laughs> like all the time. That's I don't why, know, listeners. You just had it in your ear. Yeah. Tell me what you think. <laughs> that's why Taz. <laughs> so freaking Taz and McFoley left the, the the broadcasting booth because he couldn't take his voice anymore. Um, his shoulder was up. His shoulder was supposed to be down. First of all. Second of all, if the ref, the the job of the ref also is that if you didn't know, now you know, is that the ref is if he sees it. And the shoulder's supposed to be up, even though it's supposed to be uh, counted as a three. He's not supposed to count to a three. Yeah, he's supposed to get, go to a two. They'll come up with another spot. It's supposed to be a legitimate sport. A legitimate <laughs> sport with a legitimate count. And with if it's legitimate not, air quotes, with a, <laughs> that's all we're gonna do. <laughs> and if his shoulders are not down, the ref is not supposed to count to three. They'll come up with another spot, and yeah. then have a clean finish. So that's why but, refs so wear earpieces. That's why refs. That's why refs. Stupid. Always one hundred percent, one hundred percent of the time are. In, in charge of the entire match, like as far as Unless calling it's spots, Ric Flair wrestling. Well, even even that, as far as they're supposed to tell them, as far as time goes, yeah. As far as like you have five minutes, you have two minutes. Wrap hey, it up. Let's hey, go. Five minutes left. All right. It's five minutes. 
wrap it up. Back elbow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Becky, thanks. We got it. It's the end of the match. Um, so the ref screwed up there with the, with not counting, seeing that. And you saw it on his face. Like Elias was like, my shoulder was up. And the ref was like, uh, nah. he said something else at the end of that. And I, I, he was like fading off in the, in the But mic. if the ref's view is obstructed, then he can't do it. So, da, 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 da. so they'll, they'll probably use that towards another angle and have another match and all that. Why can't say. you give Elias a legitimate storyline yet? Why, ha- why hasn't he been champion? He's a, he's a champion. Fuck this 24-7 thing. How dare you? I know. <laughs> But he doesn't deserve the 24-7 title. Like, let's be honest. Legitimate. Elias. Legitimacy. To, no. legitimi- to legitimize Elias? No, to legitimize the belt. Oh, oh okay. Well, then that I agree. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, you're not going to. He's, he's already, I think he's already First over. off, R-Truth is going to go down as one of the greatest champions in history of all championships. Of all championships. Yeah. So he's going to be. Dude. They're going to give him 12, 17, 17, uh, 12 championship reigns. Yeah, in the span of a month. Within a span of how long has it been? It's probably come three months, <laughs> no. maybe. No, since the twenty four seven title was introduced. Yeah. All right, just keep going. All right. Uh, <laughs> Ricochet defeats Elias in a very shady uh, way. Andrade and Rey Mysterio in this uh, two out of two falls because um, it didn't go to three. When as soon as they saw, I saw that as announced as for two out of three, I'm like, shit, here we go. Goddamn commercial! Like, really? I was like, why the fuck you are know, still doing this? And and they didn't even go to commercial. So all all this like the, the laziness of these two out of three things because of the the no competing during commercial break shit. They didn't even have a, a, a break during that the whole time. And so he beats them two matches in a row. And then it, it, we're gonna to get the pouty Ray Mysterio. Like I don't know if I can do this anymore. Blah blah blah. Anyway, um, Zelina Vega is just hot. Drew McIntyre smoke and, show and absolutely and uh, Cedric Alexander in my favorite match of the night. Um, where every, the, the two of them and, and Cedric Alexander, uh, I, I know they're, they're trying to push these guys for Yankees the two five over. Sorry, Yankees won Thank six five. Up. Thank fucking god. It's way too close. Yeah, I know. Way like, too close. Like, five runs. What are we doing? Uh, J Hat man. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I'm getting a, a little annoyed with him. Um, He's not good against American League East people. He was he never was good, good against the Yankees. He, he was always good against the Red Sox. Oh, that's why they got him. And he and he, he shit the bed last year in the playoffs. Yeah, but remember, remember the day before he was announced as traded, he faced the Yankees. Mm-hmm. He shit the bed. Right. I don't know why right. they did. I mean, it makes sense. Never mind. Go on. Yankees win. Um, I think it's five in a row. Yankees win. Six in a row. Sure. It's something in a row. Um, all right. So anyway, McIntyre and <laughs> Alexander. In the May twentieth. May twentieth was when the twenty four seven title was introduced. May twentieth. Almost broke something. You almost broke your phone. Almost. Made, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So it's almost three months. All right. Told you. Yeah. Blah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, Black <laughs> is my last name. Get it right. Blah. <laughs> uh, McIntyre. I, I, I'm. I'm going to say this now. Uh, of of the of the for the King of the Ring. Yes. Of the eight people from Raw. Okay. Eight people from SmackDown. I, I know I have I have the list here somewhere. So do I. Um. Please hold. Damn it. I'll, I'll start it. The raw competitors are the oh, Miz, Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, Samoa Joe, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Sami Zayn and Cesaro. Sorry. I Baron up. Corbin is back. Not really, <laughs> but okay. He is back. After Extreme Rules and getting shunned and not being around at all, being used on TV, and he's now on the bottom of the list. Who bottom do of the pile. think? I'm go with the SmackDown competitors. And now SmackDown will be uh, Ali, Andrade, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Chad Gable, Elias, Kevin Owens, and Shelton Benjamin. What the shit is, is that on the, on the SmackDown side? 
Okay. It seems like all of Raw is, is awesome and all of SmackDown, mm-hmm. other than Kevin Owens, is, is crap. Because all of Raw can pretty much be in the main event scene. Like all the Raw competitors can pretty much be for ch- challenging for the world title. Pretty much so all of Cedric them. Cedric Alexander? I, did you not just hear what I said? No. I said pretty much all of them. That's the last one. Other than Cedric Alexander and Sami Zayn, all the other ones can pretty much challenge for a world title. <laughs> other than half of them, the other half can compete for a world title. I got it. Okay. Fair enough. My um, thing is, yes. who do you think is going to win the King of the Ring? So I'm bringing this up now because... I want an early, early prediction. I'm bringing this up now because those two guys who are competing in King of the Ring, Alexander and uh, McIntyre, McIntyre needs to have this belt now, which is why I also brought up... Uh, uh, Rollins having the belt because I don't see him as as a middle, uh, like a, a transitional champion. Yeah. But I do see now that he has the belt and he has a face, McIntyre coming in and taking this mm-hmm. belt, and then which would then lead to Braun Strowman uh, somewhere down the line. It's it's all and about McIntyre. It, yeah, it's all okay. about it's all about pushing to the next guy. Why wouldn't you have Braun and and Seth? If you're gonna have Braun win it, why wouldn't you have Braun and Seth? Because you don't, you don't, like because you don't think that Seth can beat Braun, but you can believe that Drew can beat Braun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I. I you know what? It's this is going to sound cheesy and, and whatever. The idea of having a, a face and a heel fight, as opposed to a face and a face or a heel and a heel, it it comes off more dramatic. Having I think it's old school that way. It like is old you school. Need and it works. You need someone to cheer for. You need someone to boo. Absolutely. Which is why it's a tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast. That's why it always works. You have a face, you have a heel. They all, they go against each other. Sometimes when you have a face against a face, it's like that's why like I I've never agreed with like the Rock and Cena. Like I you know like kind of having that going on. I appreciated the two of them going at each other, but it wasn't as dramatic as like say like if if you know something like Rollins and Lesnar. Like mm-hmm. it was more dramatic because he he beat Lesnar. It wouldn't have been dramatic had Rollins beat like you know. Some, some Buddy other, Murphy, some other face, whatever the whatever the face, like Roman Reigns or something like that. Um, uh, okay, Roman Reigns. Uh, I get it. I get what you're going. Okay, anyway, right. <laughs> McIntyre, I think it is prime now to be able to get the rocket shoved up his ass and put put a belt on him. Yeah. If, even if not for even if for like a bra- sounded very sexual. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the sexy. If even if even if it's a Bray Wyatt length. Championship reign from like Elimination Chamber to Mania. If it's like a month and a half, two months long, let it let it happen. But uh-huh. give him the belt because he's first of all a great heel. He's he's yeah. dominant you know, physically. He's a number one heel right now. He is right. Yeah. Other than I guess whoever we're not calling, we're not calling uh, Shane a. Uh, uh, know he's a heel. No, because he's not a but fucking he's not, pro wrestler. He's not a pro wrestler. Why. Right. Got it. Okay. Um, he's a fucking daddy's boy. <laughs> I'm say of the guys that you, the guys that you gave me. I'm saying McIntyre is going to win the whole thing. Okay. If I if I didn't have um, if if not McIntyre, then I'm going to say Owens. Okay, I'm going to say Owens is going to win. Mm-hmm. However, my dark horse for this one mm-hmm. is Baron Corbin. Really? Because I really hope out of all these people, who could you think? They all right, let's shot. go back to the uh, some of the greatest King of the Rings of all time. Mm-hmm. What did they do after they won the King of the Ring? Uh, they well, they, they kept the the that angle forever. Exactly. Right. King Booker. Yes. Harley Race. Right. All those people have mm-hmm. had the King of Hearts. Mm-hmm. All of them have had great King like shticks. Mm-hmm. Hell, even fucking Sheamus had a good King of the Ring stick right. for a little bit, and then you know shit happened. Sure. Okay. If not for Kevin Owens, 
honestly, it's just because of the Stone Cold comparison. If not him, I think Baron Corbin could be one that could take that King thing and use it as his new gimmick. I can see that. You know, I, I can't really see anybody else on here doing it. It's always better when a heel has it. Exactly. Yeah. Unless it's Austin. Well, he was a heel at the time. That's true. Well, you're right. Yeah, yeah, when you're right, you're right. This is very when true. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> right, what do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to what do? What can I do? Joe Black, everybody. Um, I'm just here talking into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm not getting paid to do. Uh, let me just keep keep moving through here. Uh, Robert Roode and uh, No Way Jose. No Way Jose is now just a complete jobber uh, 24-7. Yeah, what did you expect? Let's see what I did there. Because now the next match is the Revival defeating R-Truth to become the new 24-7 champions. Co-champs. Co-champs. And then R-Truth <laughs> gaining his 12th title reign, defeating them. And then Elias coming in in the back and just smashing him with, with a guitar and becoming the champ now. So now Elias is a three-time, three-time, three-time champ. Um, He's not the 12-time, 12-time, champ. That was only eight times. Uh, You didn't hear the ones that I did under my breath. (laughs) Under my breath. The next segment of Raw was my favorite. So now, do we do we agree that uh, the four horsemen are coming back? Yes. Well, well, okay. Do we (laughs) do we agree that Shayna Baszler is going to come up? Yes. It was better that it happened uh, during. It <laughs> 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 was it better that it happened during Raw, or should it have happened on SummerSlam? How would you have done it at SummerSlam? Uh, maybe the exact same way I fucking said. It. I still think that she should have had some sort of vendetta against Bailey because Bailey stuck around and she didn't. And that would be a good way to put her, put her back in there, right? But that didn't happen. Bailey's not in the picture. I'm just all about the four horsewomen. I want them so bad, well, multiple ways, but yeah. I just want them badly. Bailey. <laughs> That sounds sexual. Um, <laughs> so you have you have pause. You have Bailey and, and Charlotte on SmackDown, and now you have Sasha and Becky on Raw. Mm-hmm. How would you pull that off? Okay, so like you a, have like them a each, Bullet Club kind of thing. Like everybody's like everywhere. you have them each challenge because I mean obviously we're gonna head towards a Bailey Charlotte championship match at the next sure. pay per view. That seems like where it's exactly going. And Charlotte's gonna win, right? And Charlotte's gonna win. Mm. What if you have you know? It's kind of hard to do it now because two of them are clear heels, and one of them is a clear baby face. The other one can flip flop pretty sure. much any time that she wants. So it it'll be tough to do it, but it's still to, still totally possible. Yeah, no, I I, I, could, I hope so. I can see that happening. What, what are we talking? Do you think we get Queen of the Ring? I have to point <laughs> it out there. King of the Ring is back. If it's not happening during Evolution, I don't know when the hell it's going to happen. Right? That's that's your that's your time right there. Get all the women that aren't like main event level, put them in a queen of the ring, and then you could then you could put a rocket ship up someone else's ass. And it sounds a lot better than that. Way. <laughs> because it's a woman? How dare you? Sexist. Not that I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um so thank you. All this talk, we haven't even mentioned <laughs> names yet. So Sasha Banks <laughs> makes her return in a horrible wig. Um and I thought that was a wig the minute I saw her walk out. It was like that. that is a wig. It's like that's way too puffy on the top <laughs> of your head. Way too lady. puffy. It doesn't look right. She comes I felt out. like just going. And it would have just, just blew, blew off. It blew right <laughs> off. She comes out and bashes Natalia in the face, and then Becky Lynch uh, comes out. And I'm noticing one thing. Yes. Okay. Did you notice how Sasha Banks conveniently found two young ladies that were at ringside, like young girls, mm-hmm. and decided to then go up to them and be like, oh, how nice. You know, you're cheering for me, blah, blah, blah. Like kind of yes. enticing yes, yes, yes. the fans right. type thing. Right. Because everybody knows she's a. Stone cold Stone bitch. Exactly. <laughs> right. At any time out of the ring, she's mm-hmm. just a straight up bitch. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's trying to like get in the good graces of the marks. For all, all five seconds until, yeah. until she turned. 
Um, thought it was a great turn though. It was ama- it was an amazing turn and it perfect way, perfect time to do it though too. Yeah, with the whole Natalia thing, her yeah. coming out in a sling. That's yeah. an easy talking way to about, get Natalia off TV forever. Talking about your dad too, dude. Like that is just like in Canada. In Canada, talking about your dad and Corey Graves is just like all over her. Like, yeah. was, I told you, I it was told such you. an emotional match. You hear, dun, 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 dun. oh, <laughs> Sasha, <laughs> ha, ha, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Bashing. Becky Lynch with that chair and then get the one accidental knock to the head. Yeah. So Becky Becky gets knocked in the head with the chair and then she um she posted on uh, she posted on Twitter, uh Becky Lynch did. Uh let the games begin. Hashtag receipts are coming. Do you, oh wow, yeah. Do you know what a receipt is? Yeah, I do. For those who don't know what a receipt is. Well um, um go ahead. No, no, no. I just want to point out you can read the definition, but I just want to point out that uh someone made mention Beth Phoenix made mention to it. The night before on uh, TakeOver. Right. She's, actually, she said, like, I'm pretty sure that was a receipt, receipt. from Cole or whatever. It was right. during the Cole Gargano match. Right, right. So for those who do not know the term receipt, the receipt is, uh, like, when you take something back, you need a receipt. So it, because of the chair shot to the head, uh, Becky Lynch said, let the games begin. Hashtag receipts are coming. And so the term receipt, meaning that uh, Banks needs to watch her ass because Becky Lynch is about to return the favor <laughs> in a big way. Um about giving that chair shot to the head, yeah, and and you saw it when you you didn't see it live because of the the camera angle, mm-hmm. but uh, in in all the you know, YouTube clips and stuff like that, it's it's clear it just gets knocked yeah. like back on her back and in, in the back of her head, and you just, she's like now holding her head. I don't know. The chair just wrapped around his head. What do you <laughs> want, <to care? laughs> what do you want me to do? I mean, I I did my spot. She moved up. I don't know. Maybe um, we'll call Sasha the chairman now. Nah, get it. <laughs> I'll venture out. All right. So that was that was an awesome awesome spot, and that's all, all anybody talked about. Because even after like the main event of the ma- of the night, um, and having Braun Strowman come out and blah blah blah, people start still talking about Sasha Banks. Um, and I, I love how Corey Graves is like she was whining, complaining, and blah blah blah, and bitching and moaning. Viking Raiders, you know, I I really like one of my favorite newcomers is Sebastian Suave. Mm, yeah, and uh, teaming up with Carter Mason to take on the Viking Raiders, yeah. and uh, I actually wrote him down this time. See? Did you? Holy did. shit! I did for that exact reason. Thank you. Yay! They like me. They really like me. Anyway, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, ra- <laughs> the Raiders uh, destroyed them, and um, I still don't know where this is going. Uh, Why you just put Edith from on the destruction path? Yeah. Until what? I, I, until they blow up everybody. I have no idea. Right. It's it's stupid. It's been going on for for more than a month now. Um, it's like two months now. Bliss and uh, Cross defeat the Kabuki Warriors without yes. Paige. That's why they lost, because Paige wasn't there. She was getting surgery. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I, I That's do, definitely why they lost. <laughs> but I do like the fact that, um, first of all, I like the fact that they're actually fighting with for the belts uh, on a regular basis as opposed to the Iconics. I do. I, I love the Kabuki Warriors, because they're just like nonstop. Like mm-hmm. They just like, kept going and going and attacking. And attacking. So that kind, of, that kind of match, that kind of, kind of fast-paced match, uh, is great, and they should keep going. And uh, they need to put the Kabuki Warriors uh, at some point in some sort of title contention because they they looked really good. Um, and then Styles and Rollins uh, at the end of the match here uh, with another horrible finish with a, a DQ at the end there, and then Ricochet and Strowman coming out and, and attacking the OC. Uh, I, I don't know what the point of that was. The whole match. I know it was to have a Rollins match because he's a fighting champ. That's what I'm saying. I think this point of this match was to get Braun on Seth's side. Yes. Okay. You know what I mean? I got you. All right. I got you. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> and that's that. Uh, I will give Raw myself. I'll give it a B 
minus. Um, yeah. and, uh, and that's. I'll give it a solid C plus. That's <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it was. Listen, I, I I thought it was really good. I thought Raw for the after SummerSlam show was was good. Um, obviously, there's some spots there here and there that could do without, like uh, like uh, yeah, <laughs> like Rude and, and No Way Jose. Even though I like Rude. But uh, yeah, for the most part, it was good. It was just a filler that match. It was it was a filler, uh, and like Viking Raiders is always a filler. Uh, it's never anything to come out of that. With that said, as good as that was, SmackDown was just kind of. <laughs> yeah, luckily we can just run through SmackDown because I actually have really to leave quick. soon. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So <laughs> I do have one question though, really quick. Why yes. doesn't KO call his stunner the Steener? Because it sounds too close to Steamer. I don't know. See, that's exactly, <laughs> honestly, that's the only reason I thought it wasn't that. It sounds like a steamer. Um, so he gets fined 100 grand in, in kayfabe. Uh, or maybe it's real. Who knows? Uh, 100 grand. You can't feed his kids now. It's a shame. Yeah. Um, breaks the TV and now it makes it well, 105. 105. Now. There you go. It's 105, like $105. The, like the TV was only $5. In, in value, the five thousand dollars. Oh, five thousand. Five thousand. They're like five dollars. No, he said make it one hundred and five. One hundred thousand. Five dollars. No, a <laughs> hundred and five thousand dollars. That's yeah. not what he said. He said one hundred, make it five. I thought he said it was a hundred. Now make it one hundred five. That's what I thought. Happened. I didn't hear him say that at all. I don't know. The only, uh, the only, honestly, the only good thing I saw from fucking SmackDown was the, for, the worst decision ever was to have the twenty four seven title suspended. That's just thought, I thought it was the worst decision. Just ever. an excuse to have Elias out there. As exactly. A, as a yes. Without people coming to pin him. Right. I thought you have him come out there while people are still trying to pin him. That would mm-hmm. be amazing. Absolutely. My uh, also a couple Y2J chants. Okay. I did not get that, but all right. Because uh, Charlotte put him in the walls of Jericho. Yes. And there was a code breaker. And it was a code breaker, as, as, as mentioned on, on the broadcast. Also, Charlotte pulled off a Tranquilo pose, pose during the commercial break. And the only reason I know is during the commercial break because I watched that match fully to find it because she posted it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it was the best little subtle hint to their relationship that mm-hmm. I thought that they, she can never pull off. Other than she did. her just going like, right, right. <laughs> the whole fist and everything. <laughs> Making it so obvious. Yeah. Absolutely. That match, as I said before, if you, I want to watch, I actually want to watch that match again because I want to see the, the point where Ember Moon hits Flair. I think it was actually outside when they're outside of the ring. Yeah. And she gets knocked in the head, and then Flair just like you, you, see, you see her lose her shit, yeah. and then she just like she sees red, she sees red, and then oh, it, it, I tell you right now, it was they were on a hard camera side, and Ember Moon went after her. You see Flair toss Moon into the into the the barricade, mm-hmm. and at that point it was on, and then went to commercial break, and she's still like beating the shit out of her, yeah, like like really hard shots, like it was stiff shots. So that match was Pretty actually sure that issue. that commercial break was when the Tranquilo post. Yeah, that, that's what happened. <laughs> so, so that was that was an interesting match just to watch as far as the amount of shots that Ember took, um, and then to lose that match. But that was actually a good match. And Roman Reigns and Buddy Murphy. Buddy I've Murphy said is, this before. The why are they giving Buddy a program with Roman if to not have it pull off to something for Buddy in the end? But this, and I'm going to say, I'm going to admit freely that you know Buddy Murphy I've seen in in. Uh, uh, like two five and and watching him there, and yeah. he was like, he's good. He's oh, he's awesome. He's great. He's great. He's <laughs> like, like that match was was one of the best SmackDown matches in a very long time. You now know why they call him the best kid secret. And I said that now. There's a reason why. Because absolutely nobody watched him wrestle before before Tuesday. That match was that match was amazing to the yeah. point where Reigns. I, I you know I know it's part of the storyline, but like legit, like shaking his head, like all right, <laughs> I even see, I see where you're at. After the match, 
Buddy was laying on the on the on the apron, like mm. he was laying outside the ring, mm. and all of a sudden, like you know, Reigns is winning, and they just pull up a close up on on Reigns' face, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, right, all right, right, right." I was that that's was, he did like a good job, kid. Yeah, type of, that's type exactly of what, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was just like, "All right, yeah, gotcha." Um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to more Buddy Murphy matches. That Me was too. that was really good. Other than that, again, back to the subpar shit uh, with with the SmackDown uh, Samoa Joe defeating uh, Kevin Owens. With Elias again, that uh, pop-up power bomb was incredible. That was that was nice. Yes, I did not think he was going to be able to pull that. No, off. He, that's a big boy. Yeah, very big boy. <laughs> that's a big big boy. Yeah. With that said, yeah, he did it, and uh, he still lost. Um, <laughs> Elias should get fined for him putting his hands on the fucking ref. I just want to point that out there. Yanked. Nobody's. I like how he yanked him out of the ring, and then yeah, the ref. But he was injured like, him. He knocked him out cold, man. But he he bounced off, and then you see the ref like go. Uh. <laughs> it yeah, was, it was just so funny. Exactly. <laughs> it was, you see him take his hand so, and go. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. That's why he's a ref I'm and dying. not a professional wrestler? <laughs> um, the revival and Randy Orton against New Day. Um, New Day. So they get the, they get their ass kicked by Randy Orton single handedly, and uh, that that storyline still absolutely going nowhere. And yeah, then, I'm not gonna lie, I fast forwarded through that match because I, so, so I, I I watched it on like like legitimately right before I left my house to come here. <laughs> I had no time to watch anything. Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan suggesting that he knows who uh, is going after Roman Reigns and of course they leave that as a cliffhanger for next right. week. And before we, we end wrap the show, up, yes. Who 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 done it? Who 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 boom um boom shakalaka. You know what? I'm going to say it's someone that we haven't heard their name of yet. Baron Corbin? Mm, that wasn't mine. That was just the first person okay. that I said haven't heard of. <sighs> Shit. I'm going to say it's a face, too. Leo Rush? <laughs> Leo Rush is back. <laughs> Leo Rush is back. I, you know what? I have no you idea. You think it's a face turn heel? I do. Okay. And if it's not, if it's not, I will say it's a, it's a very missed opportunity for someone that was a face that they were yeah. looking to turn. I did it for I the rock. I did it for the rock. <laughs> Why did he have that accent? Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't tell you. Who do you think? I still think it's going to be Buddy Murphy. Really? Okay. Uh-huh. All right. I see. He's like, you're trying to get the, the scent off my him. Whole, exactly. Right. My whole thing was get the scent off him. Right. Put it onto somebody else. You can have Daniel Bryan go into a storyline with somebody else. Right. Well, why would you have Buddy Murphy in this storyline for it to not pay off somewhere in the me- immediate future? Right. I, I get it. You know? Yeah. It's weird. Dun, 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 dun. I need a fucking soundboard bad look at that look at that <laughs> soundboard baby we're back uh ladies and gentlemen uh, i overall and now if i had a grade a smackdown i'm giving it like a, a c minus it wasn't like incredibly bad d- because d plus <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick it wasn't bad but it wasn't it wasn't good but it wasn't bad i'm giving it because of buddy murphy um that match and the ember moon match but uh, i thought it was a good filler episode for us to get some more stuff out of these storylines yes right. it didn't pay off anywhere but it's getting there it's getting there yeah uh, uh oh and then SummerSlam i thought it was okay and uh we'll we'll see what happens with king of the ring next week i'm looking forward to that Me and too. i'm looking forward to uh looking clash of champions Kevin Owens beating the shit out of everybody yes and uh hopefully we'll see at the finals with him and mcintyre uh, that's what i'm what i'm hoping Ladies and gentlemen, that'd be great. That would be great. Let's do this once again. Thanks for thanks for joining us, gang. Yeah, this was a good time. Uh, we will be back next week. Sons of Slam show on the Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Please tell your friends and your neighbors. 
and your cats and your dogs to tell everybody else. We are very happy that you guys listen. I am, I just forgot my name for a second. Joe Black? No, that's me. I'm Joe Black. <laughs> I am Black Chris Mindell. And I am White Joe Black. Reapers out. <laughs> Reapers <laughs> out, baby. The Sons of Slam podcast.